everyone. Welcome back to the Nothing Fancy Podcast. My name is Oscar, and this week is our Thanksgiving special. And honestly, the only thing different about this episode is that we talk about holidays. Uh, We've got Marie Diamond making her special second appearance on the podcast. Uh, She's the first returning guest. She's an actor, creative. Uh, She's amazing. Uh, She's a friend. And as always, it's great to hear uh, a different perspective from someone I'm so close with. Uh, I hope you're all having a great holiday so far. I'm glad you came and wanted to listen to this chat. Enjoy the chat for now. And I'll see you guys on the other side of the episode. How are you? Good. How are you? Oh my god, we're matching. Shut I'm up. Super tired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that supposed to be for something? Well, as matching, that was unplanned. No, the shirt, yours, because it says "lost" on it. So does it have to? No. So this was um a boy's sweater that I got from thrifting. It's from Forever Twenty One Men, but you know that's really just made for girls that don't have boyfriends. So you know. <laughs> Is that a real thing? Um, it was like in a like Facebook video and I was like, I resonate with it though. Um, That's funny. it was, they were like making fun of forever 21. And then, um, someone like one of the girls was asking for an outfit and they're like, Oh, just go to the men's section. And she's like, but I'm not a man. And then she was, and then the fellow associate was like, women shop there to get like boyfriend fitted clothing because they don't have a boyfriend. <laughs> and then, <laughs> Um, I have a plaid shirt, which, um, my sister's boyfriend at the time gave me, but it's like forever 21 men and this is forever 21 men. So I'm kind of like, I'm noticing <laughs> theme here. And then one time I needed a jacket and I ended up buying it from the guy's section. So I was like, they're not wrong. Um, <laughs> I felt attacked, but they're not wrong. Are you one to steal your boyfriend's, uh, hoodies and shirts when you have one? See, the thing is, like, I want to, but half the time I'm bigger than them, and I don't understand how that works. So um, <laughs> I'm like, your sweatshirt won't fit me. Let's try again. <laughs> I see I run into the opposite problem because I'm usually the bigger one. So Yeah, but that's what girls want. They want it to be, like, big and Big slow. and comfy, yeah. yeah. My ex um, was stealing my sweater, and so I was stealing his and then I forgot what it was, but he tried to be like, this looks better on me. And I was like, in your dreams. <laughs> I'm to, it's like one of my sweatshirts. I don't even remember which one. Now it's going to bother me because I can't remember which one. Sure but you it after this. It's one of my You're just going to go back over there. Oh, I know what it is. Oh, it's see? my sweater. So obviously that does not look better on him. Your what sweater? It's a Shakespeare sweater. Sweater. Um, it's a Shakespeare sweater, so it has like a Shakespeare quote on it. Um, and it's actually long, so like I like it. Um, but he tried to say it looked better on him, and I was like, negative. Um, I went crazy for that sweater too, because it's actually also from Forever 21. And Forever 21 will like have something one day and then never have it again. Yeah. And I really wanted a different um, Shakespeare sweater that they had I couldn't find it for the life of me but I found this one on like you know like the Poshmark thing that like, you resell stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I was like oh this yeah, one yeah. and it was crazy because like you know sometimes you'll find something that's not your size that someone's selling and this happened to be good so I was like it's mine <laughs> I think it has um to thine own self be true it's just like you're gonna big- quote Shakespeare to me and I'm not gonna know a single thing so it doesn't really matter 
Well, also, you know, like a lot of people quote Shakespeare out of context. So it's also like, sure. sure. That's what Forever 21 does. Let's be honest here. <laughs> it's everything you do comes out of context. Yeah, 100%. Didn't they, weren't they the ones with the the monkey shirt and it was like the the, the African-American child was wearing it? They were like completely... No, that was... Or was that H&M? H&M, yeah. yeah. No, um, the, the joke of Forever 21 is like, there'll be something really cute and then you pick it up, there's like a fucking taco on it or like something that just doesn't make sense. <laughs> um, or they do like really crazy sayings that's it's like... trying to hit all demographics in one try. <laughs> no, they're like, they'll be like... Um, Taco Tuesday, but then it's a meatloaf on. No, they'll be okay. So instead of being like Taco Tuesday, it'll be like tacos every day. And it's like, who wants to wear a shirt? I mean, like, yes, tacos every day, but who wants to like promote that on their shirt? Why not? I want to like um, find one of the like sayings that they have. They're they're like some ridiculous things. I have storm. Your cat was sick. Actually, um, I was worried about her, but we went to the vet yesterday mm-hmm. and we got pretty good news. Um, I was kind of toying with the idea of like, am I doing what's best for her or what's best for me? And um, we got good results from her tests. And then the doctor was basically like, you know, she's fighting for it. So like, that's good. And then he was like, as long as she's eating, she's good. And I was like, that bitch eats all the fucking time. So she's good. But guess what she was diagnosed with, which I found hilarious. Uh, Wait, what? Asthma. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I just guessed. Because <laughs> uh, Liko, uh, over quarantine, uh, she started wheezing in the middle, mm-hmm. of, like when she was sleeping, and I was like, something was wrong with her. Uh, so I was ready, reading up on it, and I was like, uh, cats can have asthma, and I'm like, there's no fucking way, uh, so the, which is true. She, was she doesn't pulmonary problems yeah um, yeah it's just she was sitting she was laying in weird ways like her neck was like twisted in a weird way which would make her squeak when she uh would breathe when she was sleeping but like she was fine uh if anything no but storm had like pulmonary problems like x-rays were showing stuff was going on Mm -hmm. so we just repeated the x-rays now it's showing that it's gone which is great and he's like so then she has asthma and I'm just sitting there like, are you kidding me? And so then he starts showing me like a uh, asthma chamber on Amazon. And I like take mine out of my bag. I was like, you mean like this, but it's, <laughs> it has a little cat mask. Like, Oh, it's so cute. Um, and then, so he was basically asking if I could administer that to her every day. And I was like, well, how much? And he's like, um, for eight, cat breaths and I was like no six cat breaths I was like I don't know if she's gonna get all six but I will try (laughs) um we all know how she does but the crazy thing is is like the chamber for it you get on Amazon for I want to say like 60 to 70 Mm dollars and he's like but that's not the price of the medication and he pulls up the price of the inhaler and we're talking like between 400 and 700 dollars and I'm like pause I use that inhaler like and it actually made me think about you know how like there's people that suffer from like asthma and diabetes that like can't afford their medications like without insurance it's really wild but hopefully she's gonna be good and you know things are gonna look up for her yeah, so. yeah. how was uh how was visiting Toby up in Albany it was good um I didn't feel like it was like a vacation it was kind of like you know a job but um 
what's it called? So I was pet sitting. And so he has a cat and Ralphie and then their friend lives downstairs who also has a cat. So basically the cats go between the two apartments. They just like walk up and down the whole day. Mm -hmm. So the funny thing is, is that Toby's new cat for whatever reason does not like me. Um, every animal loves me. So I'm confused. The cat that lives downstairs is obsessed with me. So the cat that lives downstairs was staying in Toby's apartment. And then Toby's cat was staying in the other apartment. That's funny. And it was just funny. And then like they would come up for like food. Um, (laughs) But they like to like touch, like you can't like leave things out because they like to like touch it. I guess especially like my shit's new. Um, Like they've never seen it before. But so I have like my hair ties are like the um, phone wire kind, like the spiral. And so the cat stole my hair tie, starts playing with it, which was cute. But then they stole my AirPods because I have like a little pom-pom on it. So this little cat's trying to play with my like, you know, $150 AirPods. And I'm like, sir, can you like not do that? Give that back, please. How's your move been? New location. It's been good. It's been good. Look, at, look, look at the setup back here. Ready? Hold on. Hold on. Ooh, let's go. You look at that. Bam. The whole tapestry setup. Mm-hmm. You see the, the, the white, black. Getting, getting I like that um, brick, exposed brick. Right? Right? Yeah. I love that. I love that part. Toby has exposed brick, but yours is like white. So like that aesthetic though. Mm-hmm. Goes with everything. Oh, this cable is going to get fucked up. This desk is a mess, Uh, but you don't see that part. You see yeah, that? Yeah, no. I don't see that Which is a little bit of a mess. You see that? Which isn't my mess, but I've tried to control it. That's chill, though. It doesn't look bad. Welcome yeah, to my yeah. home. There was um, an Instagram video. It was supposed to be um, people from Minnesota on vacation. And they were like, no, we're just from Minnesota. We're visiting and, and we're just taking pictures. And it was like the funniest thing. Have you been doing uh, any any casting calls? Any, uh, any uh, what are they called when you self-tapes? Self-tapes. Um, I did some recently, like I want to say a few weeks ago. I have come to the conclusion that I probably don't get casted because my self-tapes suck um, because I was never equipped to do self-tapes. Like, I think I should, you know, like invest in a ring light and such and such. Probably. You can get some real cheap for like 20 bucks. I know I've been looking on like, um, I'm going to say I've been looking on Instagram. I've been looking on Amazon. Um, Bivin actually got like a really good ring light and I was intending to just like use his when I wanted to, but obviously that's not an option now. Um, but yeah, I'm thinking of getting one and I'm thinking of, I don't necessarily want like a big backdrop, just like something. You could just small. use your plain wall behind you. Yeah. But like, you know, my wall's a little weird. So I'm thinking about it. I, mean, I was actually thinking. You don't see the whole wall. You only see what's right next to your head. I know, but like my walls are weird. And even though they're empty now, they're not going to stay empty. So I'm thinking about maybe I'll reserve part of the wall for that exclusively. <laughs> but I did. I did. Whatever's behind you on your right shoulder, over your right shoulder. Yeah. No, this the other one. The other one. The other one. The other one. Your other I have one. Two shoulders. The other right. No. That's my left. Yeah, yeah, that one. That's your left. That's your, yeah. Well, okay, so I'm thinking of redecorating <laughs> um, because I've come to the conclusion that I need a desk. Um, okay. Oh, is that, am I on the bookshelf? I am. I'm on the bookshelf, aren't I? Yeah, you're on the bookshelf, but then, like, I'm kind of seated on my bed. It's just weird. Um, I don't know. That it's is working. that long? 
Yeah. And it's like, I feel like this is the only spot in the room my bed can be. Like it could be pushed that way or this way, but like it has to be kind of in the center. It can't go um, against that wall over your left shoulder. Like we just talked about, like no, the other way. The is going to be next to it. So okay. it like, the what is going to be next to it? The what? The what is going to be next to it? The radiator. The radiator. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Wait, don't do this. To me. Do you know what word I, I butcher? Schmitz. Um, badly. Schmitz. No. Um, I don't know. I know you're going to include this in the podcast. So I don't know if I want to say it. I love that your sister says tchotchkes. I love that. Tchotchkes? Oh, we all say tchotchkes. Yeah, I know, but she said it constantly when we hung out. The tchotchkes. Oh, Melissa. Yeah, I thought yeah. you were my- No, 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 Melissa. Oh, um, wait, Mo- what word? Melissa says one word. Oh, Melissa says egg. Funny. She says egg. egg? <laughs> <laughs> she said, oh my God, I'm going to get in trouble for this. But she says something funny. But apparently, okay, what do you eat at a picnic? Not you specifically, but what do you eat at a picnic that's made with mayo and cabbage? Coleslaw? Yeah, so I say coleslaw. <laughs> I don't understand. And so, like, I was saying it once to Karen, and she's like, What the F are you saying? I'm like, Coleslaw. And she's like, What? She's like, Coleslaw? I said, Coleslaw. Like, I don't know why, but. You add like an, another E. I add a good Coleslaw. five. Coleslaw. <laughs> Coleslaw. 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 <laughs> All right. The Sprout Twins. What is the name of the brother that's not Dylan? That's Cole. Okay. Now, Slaw. I don't know what. No, I can't do it. I can't. can't. Slaw? I can say Coleslaw, but it should be Coleslaw. You still wanted to say Coleslaw there. <laughs> I know, because I call it Coleslaw. Which, what is Coleslaw? It does not exist. It is something I, I invented. <laughs> Sounds like a Yiddish word, not a Yiddish word. <laughs> no, I do throw in some Yiddish words, but this is just a Marie thing. Um, My favorite one is Schwitz. That's I love using that one. What's the? Ugh, there's a word I say a lot, and my mom yelled at me for saying it. Oh no! So I I can't say it. I can't say it on here. But I was saying a word a lot. Um, that's you can say it. I'll just bleep it out. No, I can't. I'll get beat up by my sisters. Basically, I didn't know what the word was. Okay. And okay. it turns out it's a derogatory racial remark. But I didn't oh, know. Yeah, don't. <laughs> so I was saying it all of the time. Like I it, I made it my own word. Um, and then it became a bad thing. And yeah, <laughs> then I got in trouble. <laughs> and then it was like, you know, like when you try to break a habit, it's like I was used to saying it. And I was like, I cannot say this. Please stop. Mm-hmm. It's actually feel, this. Go ahead. I'm sorry. the The first time that we filmed, um, I was trying to be like a little cautious of what I was saying, and then at one point you were like, "Yeah, no, no worries." In the edit, I was like, "All right, shit show's happening. Let's go." No, in good lights, you know. <laughs> so technically, this is going to be the Thanksgiving episode. Yeah. So what are we? Talk about in the Thanksgiving episode. There's really no no theme other than Thanksgiving. Uh, focus on Thanksgiving. Okay, sure. So what what are your what do you what do you usually do during Thanksgiving? I don't do anything. I used to work it. Now I don't do a damn thing. So Thanksgiving, we normally just celebrate with um, 
the core family, not extended family. Mm-hmm. Um, this has been for a while now. In the past, it used to be extended family, but it's mainly just um, the people in the house, like me, my sisters, my brother-in-law, Dean, and then my parents. And then normally we would have guests um, we're always big on like extending our family to people that don't have family or don't have a place to go for Thanksgiving. So that's always been like a theme for both Thanksgiving and also for one of the Jewish holidays. We always like have people outside of the family included. Um, so maybe like, you know, a friend that doesn't have somewhere to go or like, you know, someone that's going through a tough time that we know, like we've always tried to like incorporate that in Thanksgiving. Some years it happens and some years it doesn't. Um, Thanksgiving for a while, we used to do at Melissa's Upstate, but last year we did it here. Oh my goodness, where'd you go? Oh, I'm right here. I'm just, uh, oh. camera sometimes uh, goes buggy. So, um... So it's definitely about like we try to, you know, obviously keep the like cliche idea of like just being thankful and like giving to others. Mm-hmm. Um, we always try to volunteer. So I don't know if you know, but Caleb, who we went to high school with, he does a program called um, what is it called? Feeding the City. And so I volunteered with them last year. Um, they basically collect donations of food. They go to shelters and they also do what they have. A, um, they call it a street team that walks around and gives out food. But then I went and like basically volunteered for like an hour or two. And I was kind of like, this is what Thanksgiving should be about. Like I'm over here stressing like, oh my God, my food's not in the oven yet. And I'm like, mm-hmm. so I definitely wanted, I was planning this year to um, volunteer more with him and his organization mm-hmm. and kind of take a back seat to our Thanksgiving. But now with COVID happening, I don't know um, how feasible that's going to be. But I definitely think that with Thanksgiving, it's kind of like making it not about us. So it was funny because like last year we were like stressing over like, like who's cooking at what time. It's, it's always a thing because it's like, you know, like you kind of have to take turns and making it is, is limited. Yeah, exactly. Like one time we were at Melissa's and she literally had me go cook in her friend's kitchen because there was not enough like slots to cook. But so then like last year we were basically like, literally we end up fighting before every holiday. It's my family, you know us. But so we're basically like arguing over like who's turning. But during holidays just escalated. No, during holidays it's so heightened. It's not even (laughs) funny. It's not a holiday. (laughs) But so we were like fighting over like Who's cooking what? It's your turn. When are you going to shower? When are you cooking? Blah, blah, blah. And then I went to like, I was like, listen, I got to go drop off our donations. And I dropped it off. And it was kind of like a wake up call. It was like, why are we like stressing? And honestly, like last year was just us. It was exclusively family. It wasn't any guests. Um, in the past, like um, when Melissa yeah. used to host, she would have like her boyfriend's family with us. So it was like, it was literally just us. And it's like, what are we like, who are we trying to impress? And then I don't know, I think it like put me into perspective. Like, you know, like this is where I need to be right now, not cooking food for myself. Like this is where I need to be. Um, One fun thing though about last year, it was our first official no meat Thanksgiving. So we did vegetarian, vegan Thanksgiving for the first time. I'm sorry to break your heart. You do. Uh, It's okay. But it was cool because I felt like, I mean, my parents have always been supportive. Um, you know, when I was a vegetarian, when I was younger, they were always supportive. I feel like most parents would have been like, you're going to eat what I give you. Mm-hmm. Um, so my mom was always supportive of us being vegetarians. And then recently, 
Tiffany and Chris went vegetarian. Well, it's not that recent now, but so they went vegetarian. So almost my whole house is vegetarian or vegan. And then, so it was kind of like, we were like outnumbered, like we were the majority at that point, like meat eaters, non-meat eaters were the majority. So it was our first time doing that. So it was kind of exciting to do that. Um, not saying we have to do that every year, you know, but it was cool to like experience that. Um, vegan turkey is definitely tricky. Um, don't try this at home if you're a newbie, <laughs> but it was cool. It was a good Thanksgiving last year. I feel like this so year, my- is this year, Melissa coming down or like your parents coming up? Like what's happening? Oh, that's the thing. We don't know yet. They're kind of hesitant to come. So I was going to say like, I feel like this Thanksgiving is not going to be as exciting as last year, but, um, they're, they're kind of deciding to make that judgment call and like I'm going to respect whatever they decide obviously sure. but I feel like with COVID it's like holidays will be different this year um and th- like we just all have to accept that though like I kind of got mad someone made a post because you know like um Cuomo put the order in for like you can't have a house gathering for more than 10 people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so someone made a post that was like Governor Cuomo doesn't pay my bills so he can't tell me who to have my house and I'm like are you kidding? Like, it just like irked me because it was like, just first, I hate like that people don't want to follow the rules. And then two, it it was kind of like, if the holidays this year have to be more low key in order to make everyone safe, then like, that's what it needs to be, you know? And it's like, I'd rather have a small Thanksgiving Christmas this year and Hanukkah and then have like a bigger one and forget about year or whenever it's safe. Yes. I'm multicultural over here. Chinooka. Very confusing. Very no, no Kwanzaa in the Ayacheta household, but soon enough. Um, we've considered doing it actually, but, um, I think we read Kwanzaa How many cultures. You want to celebrate? I thought you were joking. I, I was. I was, like, oh, I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think we. Read no disrespect to Kwanzaa. I just don't. I just don't understand why you would be celebrating it. I don't think you're. <laughs> <laughs> well, not for me, but um, Tiffany wanted to do it for Dean, but um, Chris was kind of like, I never really celebrated it, so I don't really feel any type of way about it. So I think we just have like one or two Kwanzaa books and that's it. No, but so like the kids I was working with, um, you know, the ones I just worked with last year, like, you know. My our recording day for, to do interviews for? What happened? The, the kids you ditched our, our initial recording. Uh, yes. Before? Yeah, yeah, I got you. Okay, let me explain that because <laughs> I have interviews back to back for like three hours. And you need to understand that like Marie was supposed to do this in the summertime. So the fact that Marie's doing this in November is so, a bad in the end, it was all Marie's fault anyway. I mean, the root of most things happens to be Marie's fault. But um, but no, so like the kids I worked with last year, like, you know, they kind of got like, you know, things thrown out of nowhere. So like, you know their theater shows got canceled, their proms got canceled, their graduations got canceled. And of course, those are like little things compared to like people that were affected by COVID, of course. But I felt like those are experiences like they're never going to get back. And it's just kind of like they have to like accept it. And then I feel like with the kids now, like the kids I've been interviewing, you know, they have to roll with the punches, obviously. And they are adaptive, you know, New York students, but it's kind of like, this is the new normal to them. And like, 
this is going to change their experience and their outlook and how they go about school, you know? Um, I think there's goods and bads to it. Like, they've pointed out the goods of it and like, you know, the positive sides of things. And I think like, it's important to think that way and not the negative way. So it's like, yeah, you might not have everyone in your family over for Thanksgiving this year, but maybe that will make you appreciate it more when you actually do have them all in a holiday, you know, like sometimes we take little things for granted. So. I know but when, when we're kids, we don't think about that stuff. We just want the now. I yeah, mean, a different sense where it's like, if we don't get it now, we feel like we're never going to get it. When we're, when we're young, like uh, if I don't get into uh, this school, if I don't get this job, if I don't get this scholarship, if I don't get this this uh, new phone, if I don't get this new thing, then I'm just like, I'm never going to have it. It's like, no, you have the rest of your life to think about that. But you don't see that because you're stuck in this as a young kid, which is fine. Well, I feel like we even still have that mentality as we're older. We're just becoming more aware of it because it's like sometimes something happens and Marie's like, oh my God, it's the end of the world. And then it's like, no, it's not. Like even like something that you stressed about two months ago is not important now, you know? And I think that you're right in the sense of like when we're younger, everything seems that way. But I think also like, even like where we are at now, like I think like me and you, especially over the summer, we like stressed about certain things that I feel aren't even important now. Um, Not even close. And it's like, but like, why do we do that? Like, it's like, you know, I think think we have to do that, which is why I'm like, I'm like saying like, it's okay for the kids to have this mentality because if we don't do that, then we don't learn to appreciate. So it's like a, it's, 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 you have to learn, you have to go through that, the struggles, you have to go through the growing pains to get to uh, the mentality where you can be like, okay, this sucks right now, but tomorrow might be a better day or something like that, you know? Like, I feel like I used to, obviously I'm dramatic. We all know that. Everyone listening, if you don't know I'm dramatic, there's the spoiler alert. But I feel like <laughs> I would like... Hey, do you work in theater since you're so dramatic? Oh, no, I don't know. Um... <laughs> I feel like I should just say, like, when people are like, oh, like, what's your career? Like, does drama queen count? Because, like, that's <laughs> it's an accurate description. It's an accurate description. <laughs> Both in, like, practice and in reality. I don't yeah. know. Um, but, no, so I feel like, obviously, I tend to be more dramatic. I don't know where I get it from. About things. I'm, like, I fully am aware of that. Like, I feel like, like, there's times where, like, I complain to you about something and you're like, okay, why does this matter? Mm-hmm. Right? But. Like, so I tend to kind of like be dramatic about things or put extra emphasis on something that's like completely not needed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like, I don't know if it's because of like who I am or because of like how I like hold things to a certain standard. But so it's like something that could be like detrimental to me. You're just like, okay. Um, And so I feel like that's a part of like me getting older is realizing that sometimes something is the end of the world to me. Mm. Um, And then take a step back and look at it from Oscar's perspective and be like, Marie, relax. Right. Right. I mean, I, I, I'm trying to think about it's like when I was a kid and like, I didn't get a PS4 or something like I didn't get a PS3 and I was so upset. And I was it's like, like that's the end of the world. It's like, no, it's just a fucking video game console. Yeah. Now. And I can think about it when I'm older, but you know, when I'm 10 or whatever, I'm fucking crying like a baby. Cause I didn't get my PS3. <laughs> I actually thought I was like walking and I was thinking about it. And I, this, you're going to so drag me for this, but so, you know, I was like obsessed 
with the Jonas Brothers. I still am. But I used to go to like all their concerts and there was literally one concert I didn't go to. And I was like thinking about this today about how it was like the end of the world that I didn't go to this Jonas Brothers concert. Like I was mad at my mom. I fought with my mom. I was like, oh my God, there's nothing to live for because I'm literally not going to this one concert. And like, I don't know how much you recall, but when the Jonas Brothers were a hot commodity, they literally had concerts back to back. So you're talking about like, I just went to their concert five months ago and I want to go again. Right. Mm -hmm. So my mom had every right to be like, you're not going to this one, like financially, um, logistically. And like, also like, it's hard to get tickets to their shows even till this day. Right. So looking back at it now, like, okay, that wasn't a big deal. I literally went to four out of five of their concerts. I literally went to their concert last year. Like why was that concert even like a thing to me? But in the moment I was like dramatic. I, there's no reason for me to live anymore. Like I can't touch my Jonas brother. Like, you know, so (laughs) I mean, I still act that way when he announced a tour. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Go. So um, this time it's your own fault because you didn't save up for it. No, but you see, that's, <laughs> I'm old enough where I pay for it. Um, I'm also old enough that I get to drink at their concerts now, which let me tell you, crazy experience. Um, because it's like you're old enough to drink, but then you're still singing the year 3000. So it's like a very um, interesting time in my life. <laughs> there, there is a bit of shame now. Did they have, did they have Jonas Brothers drink specials? They did not. And they should have, honestly, like <laughs> shame on them. Um, who's in PR? I need to talk to them. <laughs> um, so staying on the holidays, do you have any traditions that you do during Thanksgiving? Again, I don't do anything for Thanksgiving. I used to work it for three, four years. And then before that with my family, we would maybe cook something, but we'd all, it'd be like another dinner. Uh, and then these past couple of years, it's just been going home and eating Chinese food. It's like not really anything special. Oh, Chinese food is a good tradition though. That's what the Jews do for Christmas. That's what they do for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just do it for Thanksgiving. Christmas. Well, now I don't know what I'm going to do for Christmas. This year's going to be weird. What? Christmas is Christmas to you. Christmas is Christmas. Yeah. Well, because my family does Christmas Eve. We'll do uh, presents. Because Hispanic. I'm Hispanic. Yes. I'm Hispanic. Yes. Uh, <laughs> No, because in the Hispanic culture, Christmas Day doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean a damn thing. Nope. (laughs) And so actually we do Christmas with my cousin and my cousin's husband is Hispanic. And so it's funny because we always used to do Christmas Eve and I didn't think anything of it Mm -hmm. until a lot of my friends were suddenly Hispanic. And I realized, oh, Christmas Eve is the only one thing that matters because for us, we celebrate both. Um, well, I would too. Like usually it was like Christmas Eve with my family and then Christmas day with the significant other's family. Uh, this year, we don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> what? Because they were Hispanic most. Exactly. <laughs> or Thanksgiving. I feel like the only tradition. So it used to be that like it was Melissa's holiday. Like that was the holiday she hosted. Um, but you know, that changed, I want to say last year into this year. Um, but the tradition is normally that like everyone contributes something. So everyone makes their own, um, part of the menu. Like we will literally have, um, three-way phone calls to figure out who's making what. 
and then be like I a think- draft. Y'all should be like y'all should you know have a bunch of uh, items and then go go. All right, you know, so first we round pick, like, um, and then second round document. What? Uh, we tried to do a Google document, but then my mom started to write over stuff, so it wasn't working out. <laughs> nice. So yeah, we have to have Zoom. I mean, maybe we should try Zoom because normally we have multiple phone calls. But I mean, yeah, at this so, point, yeah, if everyone's used to it. Do your parents use Zoom? They use Facebook Messenger, um, and then we use FaceTiming. But my mom has house party, which I'm very excited about. Um, FaceTiming has been fun. Uh, I will say coming back to to Apple, uh, that's been a good uh, feature. Mm-hmm. You liked the Bitmoji. You yeah, were, I, I was having so much fun with my Bitmoji. It's called something else for Apple. Emoji. Yeah. I love mine. It's funny, you sent me something and I was like, to Tiffany, I was like, oh God, Oscar finally got his iPhone and now here we go. It's coming. It's so much fun. I will say another tradition we do, maybe it's like a little cliche, but you know, we all say what we're thankful for. Um, um, let's talk about when we were supposed to do a podcast together and we actually had a drawing board because I was yeah. excited about that. We can still do that. You want, you, we can honestly do. want to, um, I've been thinking about it. We can do it like this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, stay tuned for the spinoff. <laughs> What did we name it? Stage Tape Productions. That's right. I didn't like it. <laughs> you came up with it. Did I? I didn't like it. Yeah. We could different. definitely rename yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. We need to revisit. We need to revamp. Revisit. We need a 2.0. Yeah, well, yeah, first yeah. Off, we need to um, record with two microphones this time. Number oh, one. You know what? Um, How about just... <laughs> I was figuring everything out. You know, it was a failed project. This might yeah, still be a failed project, you and I doing this right now. So, honestly, you know? it's, it's a good story I like to tell because the moral of the story... Um, I'm going to just give a two-second synopsis. So, we were filming our first episode of our podcast and it went really well. Not filming, recording, yeah. Recording, whatever. (laughs) Um, We're recording the first episode of our podcast, which went like so much better. It went really well. Anticipated. And then apparently something went wrong and Oscar's microphone wasn't plugged in. No, 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 no. I tried to process two microphones on a computer using Audacity and then using a different uh program that didn't work because that just that wouldn't work and then my brain didn't know that like it couldn't comprehend it uh so i fucked up and i only got one end of the conversation but the problem is is that the one end of the conversation was my end Mm -hmm. and i'm a loud mouth so let's say (laughs) it only recorded oscar's end no, it only picked up Oscar's sound that would have been fine because you would have heard me from Oscar's microphone yeah. So no, I know this, okay, because I I know <laughs> because even like if you listen to this podcast right now, I can almost guarantee the audience knows that Marie is screaming and Oscar is really chill. I, so I'm usually just a chill person. So, <laughs> but so you know that if it recorded you, you would have heard my mouth. Mm-hmm. So well, and yeah. but it, and so when I ninety percent sure you would have been heard. Yeah. So when I tell this story, that's what I say. <laughs> I thought the moral of the story was double check your equipment, not Maria's a loudmouth. <laughs> no, the, neither of those are the correct term. Um, 
it was just okay. I don't know what to say now. Now I'm frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> the point of it wasn't Marie's a loudmouth. The point of it was is that well, okay, this is my flaw because I naturally project. And when you stick a microphone under my mouth, I do not need to project. Okay. So the moral of the story is Marie does not need to be miked when not necessary. That's <laughs> the moral of the story. Sure, sure. Um, no, we can definitely do it. We can definitely revisit it. I'm, I'm, I'm into it. I felt like we needed that time off of it. To, yeah, you know, yeah, for sure, for sure. I needed yeah. to get better equipment, you know, better setups over here. Uh, I think you've like mastered everything now. Like you know what you're doing. Oh it's yeah, I definitely do. Like yo, you want an intro outro? I got you. Hold on. Uh, actually, it won't let me anymore. But <laughs> take two. Do you know what you here need? We go, here we go. Ready? Ready? I love this song. And I just keep it down there. See? It just stays down there. I like that. You see how you could lower that, but you can't lower me? That's the problem. I can't lower you, can lower you in my ears, which would be in, in the recording. So, like, What was I going to uh, say? Talk, oh, talk. you know what you need? Yeah, I mean, no, not right now. I, don't, I can't hear a damn word you're saying. I muted? Yeah, yeah you muted. See, on my end. Oh. See? Uh-huh. I mean, I feel like you wish you could do that to me in real life. <laughs> All of the time. <laughs> I'm glad I caught that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was gonna say what you need, not like the second, because um, you know, we're filming this um socially distanced, but I'm gonna get for you like the little mugs that have your logo on it. Oh, that's cute. Right? That would be so cute. I feel like you need that. <laughs> uh Brie got me stickers with the logo on it. You got stickers? We got stickers with the logo I love on it. Yeah, she uh, I think she got 100 stickers. So, uh I don't know what I'm going to do. Like maybe I guess I sell them, I don't know. Hand them out. Sell them, yeah. No, sell them or like have a contest for them. That would that that be cool. Yeah, yeah, there you go. You want to be my my social media manager cuz I really don't want to do that shit. Maybe like sometimes um <sighs> see if I'm going to hire you, I'm going to hire you to do a good fucking job. Oh, you're hiring me cuz most people don't pay me for things. So, I pay, um, a, I pay you a minimal amount. That changes everything. Normally <laughs> I do this shit for free, so let me know. <laughs> I pay for yeah. every, all my logos were, were were paid for. Every single one of them. The original, nothing fancy. They did a really nice work on that. The second one, this one is this is by Caitlin, uh, Caitlin Chen, an amazing, amazing graphic artist. Uh, love her work. Check her out, Caitlin Chen. Dot. Did she put together the like graphics of the Stay Tuned for the season, or was that? No, that's me. That's me. Okay, because those are really cute. Thanks. Thanks. Oh, let's talk about that. So Oscar's like, send me a headshot, and he's like, I need something more casual, and I'm like, Marie isn't too casual. Oh yeah. <laughs> All then, your head, none of them like I I I I felt weird saying it was like I wish you would smile more. <laughs> but it no, wasn't like because like you don't look pretty, you don't, you know, it's it's just like all your all your I pictures pose. on Instagram. Yeah, you just had a pose. And it was always with a serious face or maybe like a like a no, like a, slight, a, a like slight a smile. It's like a, yeah. <laughs> 
No, I don't I don't smile with my mouth open most of the time. But then it's funny because the picture you ended up using was literally an off guard picture. Like That's not like one. a I'm gonna pose off guard, like a genuine off guard picture. And I was like, I know this though, is for you to be like can you be not professional? And I'm like Aren't you like having me on your show because I'm a semi-professional here? Um, I'm confused. <laughs> like I'm probably. I have, you, I have you on the show because you're creative, you're my friend, and you're wonderful to talk to. And we can. And I could talk like a mile a minute. No, like I feel like out of all your guests, I'm the least established in life. Um, oh. So like everyone has like their their niche or like their what they bring to the table. Okay. And then I'm like I'm just Marie. Um, <laughs> I just uh, a little behind it, uh, behind baseball here or inside baseball. Um, and we're not even talking about baseball. Uh, I'd recorded my, huh? I thought we were talking about theater over here. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Behind the curtain. Um, there you go. You're welcome. Uh, I just recorded uh, a later podcast, like the second, second, the second to last one uh, with a bunch of my D and D friends. And we didn't, we shot the shit for most of it. So established i guess they still like, live with their know, parents I feel that conversation needs to be no because I, I feel like <laughs> i get identified as a theater person but um season one when we filmed our episode was literally me talking shit about broadway for an hour and a half it was, and yeah like uh-huh yeah okay um, <laughs> so <laughs> And this is a lot more casual. This is why I'd rather have like two conversations with my guests, but sometimes you only get the one. So it's fine. Throw something at me. Why would I throw something at you? It's mean. Fuck. I meant figuratively. Not literally. <laughs> I mean, maybe you want to do it physically, but no, we're not. You, doing you it. usually do a Christmas tree since you do all holidays. So what we do is we literally split up the house with Christmas and Hanukkah decorations. We do a Christmas tree. When we were younger, the Christmas tree had to be real. It had to be real. And it has Tiffany, to be real for this house for the first year. It has to be real. Yeah, no, it has to because that's like setting the tone. Mm. But Tiffany used to pick the tallest tree to the point where we needed to cut the top off for it to fit in the apartment. This happened every year. <laughs> uh, we do do fake trees now, which I don't like just because like I'm used to the real tree, mm -hmm. but we do Christmas decorations and Hanukkah decorations inside. And then outside, I try to do neutral like winter decorations or specifically Hanukkah Hanukkah Um, I try to do specifically neutral or Hanukkah decorations. And I do this. I have my reasoning. It's a apology for me going all out for Halloween because my predominantly Jewish neighborhood does not like the fact that I decorate the whole house for Halloween, but Halloween is like my family's Christmas, you know, so we go all out. So as like a, I'm sorry for, um, pissing you off i do <laughs> a neutral slash hanukkah outdoors you put a menorah out there inside yeah i put that menorah countdown okay i got that like, prominent where you like change the colors so it lights up each candle i actually do put the christmas countdown too i, I put both but i put the christmas countdown lower so not everybody notices <laughs> And then my big thing is I wrap the door with wrapping paper. So when do you, when do you start putting out decorations? I, I know like some yeah, people I have like the tradition is to do it, start doing 
the night of Thanksgiving or like the day before? So I hate people that do it before Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving is a holiday and needs to be acknowledged. Um, We usually will do it like once it's December, but Marie's been getting lazy with this stuff. (laughs) Like I did um, Halloween decorations the day before Halloween. (laughs) But I also, I didn't go as hard this year because of everything going on. So I only did some decorations. Um, but we now have a lot of indoor decorations for Halloween too. So the indoor decorations were set up, but the outdoor ones weren't. And then I was literally buying new decorations without even knowing what I have. Cause I'm horrible. And I always do that. So for Christmas, I need to actually, I was like, oh, this one go indoor. And oh so, yeah, like, I'll literally buy the <laughs> <laughs> So target, you know, like the target dollar section, it's not a dollar, but it's like the cheap section, right? So they have these like signs. Right when you walk in. Yeah, like right when you walk in. They have these signs for like holidays. And so I started getting these like signs for each holiday. And I'm trying to like, you know, each each holiday get new signs. So like for um, winter time, they had a, like a three piece that says, let's get cozy. So I put that up after Christmas for like, um, January to February. So it goes under Valentine's day. And then, so I bought this sign this year from target, which was cool because it has four different displays, like four different sayings. So I could like rotate them. So then we finally take out the things, the Thanksgiving Halloween decorations and boom, there's my October signs from last year, Marie, like, what are you doing? (laughs) And so I literally had a sign from last year that's like, um, I'm thankful I live in a world with Octobers. And here's me hanging it up on October 30th, you know? <laughs> okay. You I just have me. a shopping problem. I just like, I want everything I see. Like they had a, a sign that says broom parking and I was like, I need it. <laughs> I need the broom parking sign. So we still use like the same stockings we've used for like years so we used to fight over like who gets what but over time it kind of became like this is yours every year and so my stocking used to be the dog stocking and it's now my stocking (laughs) and it's shaped like a bone a dog bone so it's like shape? dog bone, but it's like black and white print. And then it has like a nice red bow. So it's super cute. It's like, I'm a dog lover. So like, makes sense, you know? Yes. What is everyone else's? Um, so Melissa's has changed because she used to have this blue one that said like angel on it or something like that. And then there's these two like knitted stockings. So sometimes Melissa would get one of those or sometimes Tiffany would get the other one. Um, I think Dean has like three stockings now. So I'm confused because he hasn't even had three Christmases yet. (laughs) And then I think, um, we have some plain ones. So I think normally like I, I give Chris a selection. I'm like, so which one do you want this year? But like, we'll do a stocking for Melissa, even though, you know, she doesn't live here. Yeah. And, um, so my mom, obviously like, you know, when you get a bit older, you don't get as many presents, but my mom always gave us stocking stuffers. So I kind of keep that tradition. So I literally buy myself stocking stuffers, which I think is a little lame that I'm getting it for that myself. Is a you buy yourself. Um, yeah, you should have someone else buy it for you. I know. But so I like bought everyone a whole bunch of stocking stuffers last year. Um, because that was, one, that one's for Tiff. This one's for Dean. This one's yeah, mine. Exactly. Melissa, Chris, mine. Well, like, well, Dean, Dean, mine. 
Tiff, mine, mine. No, I'm like, this is for me. This is for me. Oh, Melissa can have that one. Um, <laughs> no, but Dean's stocking stuff didn't even fit in his stocking. He had one and a half stockings. I was like, sir. There you go. That's why he has three. But he hasn't even had that. I know. Well, because he has this baby one that was, I think it was like my first Christmas. Um, but like nothing can fit in that, you know? You need the big, you need the big loot ones. Every year, my mom used to buy my dad coal for his stocking, and it was very fitting. <laughs> so that's my family tradition for you. That's funny. Stop laughing. It's funny. You know it's true, though. Like, Is there a Christmas tradition that you like? So normally we do either Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. Normally, for a while it was Eve, but now sometimes it's Christmas Day. We do it at my cousin's house. And so we get to see our extended family. One tradition I want to start, um, I actually got this. It was like from a Facebook post, but it's you make like a night before Christmas box. And you put like Christmas pajamas and like a Christmas story and like snacks. And it's really cute. You should actually do it this year. I'm going to help you do it. But um, (laughs) I did it for the first time last year. And I want to keep that as a tradition because it so with us, we used to open like we used to get to open like one present on Christmas Eve. But so I feel like this is instead of you opening one of your gifts, you open you this open box, box and it has stuff to use for that night. That's so like cute. have like a Grinch stuffed animal with the Grinch book and then like a pair of pajamas. Like it's it's really cute. That's cute. Maybe we'll do that. Yeah. Oh, you know. Yeah. I don't I ooh. Oh, a big thing I like to do is I like to get a mistletoe. Oh, I've never, I, think, I think I've seen mistletoe. I've never been. I've never been under mistletoe. I feel like you've seen it. At now all I see. Now maybe probably. All I can I can hear is a uh, is Michael Jackson singing. I saw mommy kissing. That's not a Michael Jackson song, is it? It's a Jackson Five song. Yeah, well, like they did oh. a version of it. So no, I all I hear is a little Michael just singing. Uh, what? There was always a cover of it. Um, yeah, I'll find what is your opinion on Christmas um, music? Uh, Christmas music starts uh, the day after Halloween. You're no, one of them. I'm kidding. That's you that's not me. <laughs> that's uh, Christmas, Christmas music starts whenever Christmas music wants to start. Usually it's after Thanksgiving. That's fine with me. I really oh. don't care. Uh, like I, I I'll listen to Christmas music as I'm cooking Thanksgiving, but that's I, fair. I've, I've, I've seen people do that. Yeah. I, I just want Thanksgiving to have it's, you know, it's acknowledgement. I feel like it doesn't get the attention it deserves and it's rude. Mm-hmm. Maybe because I'm like a basic fall bitch, but it's like, you know, like show some respect. Wow. Mommy's kissing Santa Claus. No, this is not the version I listen to. It's the one I always hear. Come on, Michael. Give it to me. There you go. Oh, mommy kissing Santa Okay. I love how our Thanksgiving episode turned into Christmas. Really. <laughs> Happy holidays. Thank you. <laughs> oh, 
focus Thanksgiving leads into Christmas. Yeah, it definitely sets the tone. Well, I feel like Halloween sets the tone, and then it's just like holidays. Like Halloween is turned into this like this young person's holiday. It's no one else's holiday except for a young person's holiday. And me, but okay. <laughs> You're still a young person. Shut the fuck up. No, I get really upset because you know when you take surveys and there's like age ranges. Oh, you are now the next range. Yeah, we are now 26 to 30. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes the 35. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. how dare you? Yeah, we have have now uh, moved away from the 21 to 25. Mentally, I'm still 17. So please. Yeah, I know. I know. This is why you you were like high school seniors. (laughs) Well, I'm, you know, in the 40 year old range where I'm just like seniors. Yeah. You know, I can't wait to to go to your retirement home so relax um, <laughs> what is your opinion on um dressing up for the living room for thanksgiving because it's very important what does that mean what what does that mean you're supposed to dress up to go to the living room for thanksgiving you're supposed to get oh, no. dressed. Uh, we do that for for christmas we dress up to go to the living room you don't dress up for thanksgiving no no no, no. I told you for th- so, for Thanksgiving we don't do we never did anything we would eat dinner smart. like you would go get your dinner at the table you, eat and so, then go home no, or go to the room oh, yeah. Oh, I would work, yeah. No, but so I had to argue with my sisters that, you know, we have to dress up for the living room. And I was like, I'm tired of being the Kim K of this family. Like, you guys need to know. You're supposed to show up in glam for the living room. <laughs> Absolutely this not. This is the thing. Christmas, Christmas, I always have to buy a new outfit. That's because grandma, that's just a mandated grandma uh, thing. Or it's like, if I don't do it, grandma's not as happy as she would be during Christmas. Would you like dress up in Christmas colors though, or just mm-hmm. dress? Up? No, it's always it's always colored themed. Like it'll be like, like navy blue or, or or a nice maroon red, or you know a burk or like a, a deep blood red, wine red. I should say. Ooh, yes. Mm-hmm. Every now yeah. and then, throw a little a little hint of green. You don't want to be too green, especially as a big person. It doesn't look mm-hmm. good. So you know, a little. No, like green. a hunter green though. Those are those are nice. That'd yeah, be nice, but it's not really Christmassy. Yes, it is. It's green. A hunter green? Yeah, it's a dark green. No, nah, it's not Christmassy. It's not as Christmas as like a red or, or a blue with, with hints of red. No. One year, my cousin said everyone do Christmas sweaters. But my thing is like, if we do Christmas sweaters every year, am I supposed to get a new Christmas sweater every year? Yes, I'm absolutely. For the same thing. No. Like, I hate that I have to wear the same one all the time. Yeah, I know. So I actually took one from my friend. I think that that's a good idea is to exchange Christmas sweaters. Great. I'm not doing that. So I have one that says, Merry Christmas, you filthy animal from Home Alone. You filthy animal. Which that's the one I got from a friend because she was like, I already wore it twice. I'm like, well, I'm going to wear this 10 times. So what's up? But then I have a shirt that has, it's like a Christmas shirt, but it has sparkles. It says Santa, I know him from Elf, which is a really big deal. What? I was going to yell it and then I was like, I shouldn't yell it. Oh, Santa! I know him! Yeah, I don't like Elf. Am I? But am I Elf though? Let's think about that. Am I buddy? You're not buddy. I'm so buddy. It's I've I've seen Elf maybe once all the way through and then the rest of the time, like in passing, because it's on TBS and, you know, it's the only thing to watch and whatever. I'll just fucking watch it for 20 minutes while I'm waiting for football to start. I'm definitely him, but so I have that. And then I have a Minions Christmas shirt that says Santa I can explain, which is super cute. So I feel like I rotate those three, you know? 
Sure, I have, I have one. Oh, and I have the, the Giants one that lights up and I took all the LEDs out and I need to figure it out. Oh, why'd you take them out? To wash it. Oh, I do actually really want a Hanukkah sweater, Janukka. which they used to not exist, but now they exist. So I do really want one of those. I I, I remember I, I was looked at like a Drake one that had like something to do with, with Hanukkah. I forgot what it was, but there was like Drake and Hanukkah combined. I wanted to get a Drake Christmas sweater. I was looking at a whole bunch of Christmas sweaters, but I was like looking last minute. Um, okay, but it's when I you want- start looking, it's not not in like... Uh, July or August, you start looking before number fucking twentieth. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna step up my game this year. No, I'm I'm, gonna... I'm 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 not shitting on you. I'm just saying that's what we do <laughs> as human beings. Well, so we see, up. I wanted to get a tofu one, but then I felt like I was pushing my social agenda, and it's like with my extended. You do that constantly. I mean, no, I don't. <laughs> um, I'm annoyed right now, but anyways, um. <laughs> What I was going to say... you a hard time, Jesus. You don't. You don't push your social political agenda onto other people's. You do brag and boast about it more often than not. It's not bragging. It's using my platform for my... That is, that's fair. That is correct. That is fair. All right. Uh, thank you, Marie, for coming on and talking about holidays and just shooting the shit with me. <laughs> having me again <laughs> it's always a pleasure to have you hopefully i'll be invited back me hopefully i'm not fired yet oh, yeah. uh, back for season uh can we book you for season five uh i don't even get three and four wow <laughs> you got one and two and this should be an annual occurrence <laughs> no i'm thinking two seasons a year like uh, one for like uh, one in February to uh, no no I want to say May and then again November to the end of the year. I kind of like that schedule. Who knows? Who the fuck knows? How many episodes do you do per season? I don't know. <laughs> so I'm calling this. I'm calling this season two because I took a huge hiatus in the middle, and then I had recorded episodes, and I was like, should I just like, revamp it? Should I just call it something else? Should I get a new logo? What should I do? I liked the season two, and I liked the like additions, and like I said, like you're more established now. Like you know what you're doing now. You have your theme. You have your plan. You have your agenda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred um, percent. Still no, still no audience, but you know it'll come. It'll come one day. Yeah, hundred percent again. Hundred percent. Your New York is showing. Hundred percent. Yeah. What's the other thing I say? That's like mad New York. A lot. <laughs> I have a whole, oh my god. <laughs> Things I can't say on this. But oh, no, well that. <laughs> that we don't talk about. <laughs> no, it's just it's so funny sometimes. Um, when I talk about like you and Sue to my other friends, it's just like you're like New York, but like New York, New York, if that makes sense. We're from Queens, baby. Born and raised. Let's go. Born and raised is how to describe. Me and Sue are from the same from the same uh, neighborhood too, so it makes a well, lot. Well, that's of what sense. I'm saying. You two specifically. Yeah, we're <laughs> from the same hood. We grew up four blocks away from each other. Like, I get told I have a New York accent, which I say I don't, even though you disagree with that. But, like, sometimes yours comes out of nowhere. Yeah, mine does uh, frequent itself to be exposed. I guess that came out as as I start to leave in New York a lot more. 
I had to. No, I don't think you're ever speaking. <laughs> I was actually offended because in London, they knew I was from New York. Like, you could say I'm an American, obviously. Whenever I, when I was in London, most people thought I was from another country and not the States just because I'm Hispanic. They wouldn't think I'm American. Well, that's rude. No, oh, well, I mean, I'd rather that sometimes, you know? I mean, I feel you. I don't want to be thought of as an American constantly. <laughs> Especially the way they think of Americans. They're like yeah, these, yeah, yeah. these fucking yanks. Do you have any accents that you can like pull out of your ass? Wait, what? Like accents. Do you have an accent right now? Like go. Okay, so the accent I, I have is York accent when I start talking like this and I you go and I go talking. to walk and stuff. But so I was like, you just imitate your sister. Yeah, well, so I talk with my sister like this all the time. But so I was auditioning for something. And they were like, do you do accents? And I was like, I do New York accent, but it's kind of like New York mixed with Jersey. And then um, I was just doing it to be like, this is all I can do. And then they're like, yeah, you're casted. And I'm like, all right. There yeah, you casted. You're good. You're <laughs> done. You're good. good no, job. and it was so embarrassing. And everyone made fun of me in rehearsals. Ugh. I, like, I like saying you're done goofed, kid. You're done goofed. Like that one. What, you like walked out of a Bronx tale really. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I love a Bronx tale so much. I'm uh-huh. telling you, see, yeah, I did I did the I did the original storytelling of it. I worked with uh Tom and Terry. He uh Shut he up. did a he did a he did a the one man show up in Terrytown. Mm-hmm. And uh I was his uh I was a spotlight uh, operator. You never told me that. You know, it was fun. It was it was really it was really cool. There was a I had to do a couple of lighting things for it. It was really fun. I had, that was a good gig. It was a good gig. I, I have so much respect for that man. It's not even funny. Yo, and he he rehearsed it twice full through, and mm-hmm. then put it on. Uh, and then it was just like wow. And he same emphasis every single time. He was great with the crew. He was well. You know that shows what made him famous. Yeah, yeah. Him doing a solo show, Scorsese yeah. saw it. He was like, "We need to do a movie of it." They did the movie. He then, then and then they were like, it. "You're gonna play." Yeah, yeah. You're casted. You're in it, kid. You're done. You're but good. You know, it's his life story, right? Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. There we go. <laughs> no, I don't know. I feel like. Um, I don't know if this is cliche, but like Bronx Tale and Jersey Boys, like obviously those are two of my favorite musicals, but I just feel like I resonate with them. And I feel like- Is this a New York you know, story? That's like In the Heights for me. In the Heights, I can resonate. No, I guess, I guess that's the best way to d- describe it. But I feel like there's parts of like the Italian culture that I resonate so clearly with. And mm-hmm. there's parts that I don't. But like- um, so the Italian actually, I'm just gonna make the connection, yeah, because in the Heights and West Side Story, I can connect with a lot more exactly. than like Bronx Tale and Jersey Boys. I was actually talking with my um, students though about West Side Story and in the Heights about how like West Side Story is like the an accurate depiction of the Latino community and it's kind of done in a disrespectful way. Um, and this is something one of my college friends brought to my attention of like in the Heights was the accurate portrayal of the community. I don't. Hmm. I think they both show different parts of the Hispanic community and their their feelings and and uh, operations. Like, but I think also like America, the song America in West Side Story, it's song. super. It's kind of racist. Um, well, the but, whole show is. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, um, I mean, you have white actors playing Hispanic uh, characters. Yeah, he didn't cast yeah. Hispanic people in the Hispanic roles. Like, right. I, remember me and you had a conversation once and I was like I would love to be in in the heights but it would never happen because I'm white 
And why cast me when there's Hispanic actors available, you know? Right. Um, that's the hope and dream that that actually, you know, goes through. And that's what they did for the, the, the filming of it. Yes. Uh, but so the song America, the lines that I always like, I always love to just say is I have my own watching machine. And then the guys go, but you have nothing to keep clean. Well, when you have that to keep clean, you know, it's like, yeah, great. You have a washing machine. You can, you can barely afford it, but cause you, you don't have anything to clean. What do you, that's well, like literally that, immigrants coming from wherever here. Kind of those like the female parts are like the American dream. And then the male parts are like the reality. Like here's the, the actual struggle. Part. Yeah. Like there's 10 guys in an apartment. That yeah. is completely true. A hundred percent. Uh, <laughs> That they're that, that's real. Um, back to like the Jersey Boys and in uh, Jersey Boys and in the Heights. Back to Jersey Boys and Bronx Tale. I feel like there's certain times where I feel super connected to my Italian culture, and there's times that I feel the opposite. I don't feel connected at all, and so those shows just make me feel connected, as like silly as it sounds. And then like um, my Italian side, my grandfather grew up on Mulberry Street. And it's funny, like every time my dad would drive me around there, he would like repeat the same three stories all of the time to the point where like, we're like, dad, we know the stories. Right. But like he told me like how like when my family used to live there and like stories about them. And I I thought to myself one day, I was like, I've walked in this neighborhood dozens and dozens of times and never like thought of anything. And to think that like, my history or like I'm the legacy of my family that like lived there. And so I feel like there's times where I have that super connect to my culture. And there's times that I have, like, I feel so disconnected and like as silly as it sounds like listening to Jersey boys brings me back to it or listening to Bronx tale or like something as simple as like my name is like my big association to my culture, both my first and my last name. And like, there's a big joke in Jersey boys where who becomes his wife, Mary Delgado, they're all like on their first date. So she's saying, um, he's saying that he's going to go under the stage name Frankie Valley with a Y. And then she says, no, it has to be Frankie Valley with an I because Y is a bullshit letter. And she says, everything that's Italian ends in a vowel. So she says like their last names and she's like pizza because they were like eating pizza. As you think about my name, my last name, my first name end in vowels. And so it was like something as like stupid as that. I was like, that makes sense. And it was like, she connected it to like the Italian culture and it was just like something so simple that like I resonate with. That's both, uh, that, that's art, uh, that can make you feel that way. That's actually yeah. the beautiful thing that it can do that. I mean, that's what I've been talking about with like other people on the pod. It's like just the fact that, you know, with the, a lot of it was like with theater or like music or like live performances is you can't get that feeling, um, through a zoom performance of it and art is meant to make you feel. So it's like, it's difficult to make you feel through uh, nowadays through social distance uh, ways. So yeah, that's art connecting with you. And that's beautiful. Uh, I'm glad you have that. (laughs) Well, I think also with Jersey boys in terms of like art connecting, like 
I just connect so much to that show. And it's funny because I want to say I've seen that show maybe like six times now. And obviously I've seen the movie a lot and I'll get like, and I know you're going to just make fun of me because I know I get emotional at a lot of shows, but I show you. So, but I will literally cry at this show every time. And it's like, I know the story, but I'll tell you why, because the show is literally about like the underdog and about how like these people rose to fame and what it took for them to get there. And I think that's sure, what the stories are relatable. That's why they've, they, they made some, yeah, well, you know, they're they relatable to me successful, because I should say. I'm an artist who wants to make it, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's why I resonate with it. Like, I feel like someone who's not an artist, they'll be like, Oh, like that's a cool story. But like, there's a there's the ending of Jersey Boys where he's basically like they ask you like what's the high point of the of your career and it wasn't being coming the success and it wasn't making all the money it was like when we first found out our sound and like when we were all connected and I was like like that's what matters in like I feel like we feel as artists it's that it's the journey it's like mm-hmm. what it takes to get there like if I'm ever a rich and famous actor which I honestly doubt's never gonna happen but let's say theoretically I was like what's gonna matter like what took to get me there and I feel like because we're artists we care about that story of like how you got to where you gained that success it's yeah it's the process of getting to to be successful yeah, yeah. yeah. I keep thinking back to, I, I keep saying this to uh, other people. It's like, uh, uh, you know, I, you want to, you want to be great immediately and you want to be all this success immediately, but it's like the journey to get there is what's actually going to com- make that even, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, worthwhile. Yeah. Yeah. Worth it. I guess. Yeah. It's just to you know make it feel like you actually accomplished something and not just like all of a sudden, Oh, great. I'm here now. You got to get good before you get great. Uh, all right. It's getting late. Thank you so much, Marie. I love you very, very much. Uh, I love you more. I'll see you in season five. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to have to have a conversation about that. Please refer to my contract about yep. that. Um, you signed a con. I was drunk. I swear I was drunk. She drugged me. I'm telling y'all. It wasn't. I have a copy of it somewhere. Yeah. I, I don't remember it. I was not conscious. I do not recall. <laughs> <laughs> And the contract is voided. Please uh, see my lawyers. No, but in all seriousness, thanks for having me. And I'm really proud of what the podcast has become and what it's. It's nothing. It really is still nothing. Uh, There's a lot of podcasts right now, you know, so just give it some time. Sure, sure. <laughs> Marie, where can people find you? On Instagram at the Tangle Marie. And all of my contact info is there. That's it. That's all you need to know. And I say follow along for the Drama Queen Adventures. That's uh, my... There's plenty of them. <laughs> <laughs> See the highlight reels. Oh, Jesus. Well, thanks, Marie. I love you. Love you too. Have a good night. That is not music. That is the wrong music. Hold on. We need to do this correctly. Can't just do it like that. Take two. All right, here we go. There you go. I'm really not going to leave this in. I just really wanted to hear the song again. You just want to play for your own enjoyment. Yeah. (laughs) 
that was my chat with Marie. As always, it's fun talking to her. We can always keep the dialogue going. Uh, remember to check out Marie on Instagram at the Tango Marie with three E's. Uh, you'll find all the rest of her contact information there. Uh, the links will be in the show notes. Thank you so much to Caitlin Chen for the fantastic color edits that you see on today's poster and the logo that came out during Thanksgiving Day amazing she did that last minute and she even has a one coming up for christmas so keep an eye out for that one music is by kick tracks uh, follow us on all social medias at nothing fancy pod or nothing fancy podcast depending on what you're looking for thank you so much for listening and spending a little bit of the holiday with the podcast if you like what you hear share it with your friends leave a review on itunes if you can send us some feedback uh that's it remember to be love yeah. <laughs> that's it remember to love each other be kind and i'll see you guys next week bye